of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. May his grace and his blessing be with us now and unto the age of all ages. Amen. Tonight, brothers and sisters in Christ, we offer our hearts and prayers in this evening raising of incense on the fourth Sunday of the blessed Coptic month of Paope. And you know that every day our loving mother, the Holy Church, nourishes us with a different gospel reading as part of our instruction in the faith. And I wholeheartedly encourage you to search out and read these readings every day, whether there is a service or not, because the church is giving us a lesson, a spiritual lesson for our growth each and every day. And one of the messages of the past week comes from Matthew 24, verses 42 through 47, in which our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ he said, watch therefore, for you do not know the hour when your Lord is coming. And later on, he teaches us, therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. This message, which was actually the gospel reading for last night's evening incense, is a reminder that we must be vigilant and purposeful in our lives because we don't know when our Lord will return or when our lives in this world will end. And tonight I would like to speak to you briefly on one of the ways in which we can be vigilant and prepare for our Lord's return or for the end of our lives in this world. And this is a spiritual exercise known as the remembrance of death. Now when I say the remembrance of death, it is not like what people are doing tonight outside of the church. Tonight on Halloween, people are celebrating death. They are watching movies depicting murders and dying and all kinds of evil things, and they're laughing and they're enjoying themselves and celebrating these things as though they're nothing. When we say the remembrance of death in the church, we mean something else completely. And to illustrate, I want to share with you a story of a monk that is found in a wonderful book called The Ladder of Divine Ascent by St. John of the Ladder. This monk was negligent in his life, not paying any attention to his soul. Instead, like so many people today, he lived day by day for the cares of this world. And suddenly, he became very sick, and for an hour, his soul left his body as he lay in bed, and so he was essentially dead for an hour. But something amazing happened. God permitted his soul to return to his body, and suddenly he became alive again after an hour. Immediately he asked everyone who had come to his bedside to leave the room, and he shot himself in his room. And he remained in that room for 12 continuous years, not speaking to anyone and eating only bread and drinking water. He spent those 12 years after this experience continuously weeping for his sins and praying. And finally, after those 12 years, when it was time for him to leave this world, the other monks broke his door and they tried to speak with him, but the only thing he said was, forgive me. No one who has acquired the remembrance of death will ever be able to sin. He died peacefully that night 
and in a good state afterwards. Now this story helps us to remember the concept of the remembrance of death. A negligent monk experiences death for an hour, and when he returns to life, he keeps that memory of being dead with him for the rest of his life. This is the essence of the remembrance of death, to constantly remember and to be mindful of the day of our death and our eventual departure from this world. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the perfect example of this practice because unlike every other human being, our Lord was born to die. You and I were born to live, but Christ was born to die. Dying for our salvation was the goal of his life. And so in the gospel, he told his disciples about his upcoming death. In Mark 10, for example, he, we read, Now they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going before them, and they were amazed. And, they fall, and as they followed, they were afraid. Then he took the twelve aside again and began to tell them the things that would happen to him. So we see here that our Lord Jesus Christ was mindful of what was going to happen to him. He was mindful of his impending death. And as a result, he lived his life with purpose. Everything he did throughout his earthly ministry was in some way connected to his upcoming death on the cross by which he achieved our salvation and granted us that we might share in his victory over sin, the devil, and death. Christ, therefore, is the pure and perfect example of what it means to remember the day of our death because he modeled it for us in his pure life. The remembrance of death is also something we find elsewhere in the Holy Scripture. For example, in the wisdom of Jesus, the son of Sirach, one of the books in the Old Testament, we read the following wise words. In everything you do, remember the end of your life, and then you will never sin. I'll say these wise words again because we should remember them. In everything you do, Remember the end of your life, and then you will never sin. The holy prophet King David also spoke about the remembrance of death in the famous psalm of repentance, Psalm 50, when he sang, For I know my iniquity, and my sin is always before me. The holy fathers of the church likewise teach us to practice the remembrance of death continually. St. Gregory, the theologian, our beloved intercessor, he says, do we make life a meditation of death or not? Ava Isaiah of Shahid, he said, keep death before your eyes every day and be concerned about how you leave this body past the powers of darkness that will meet you in the air. Ava Isaac the Syrian, another great 7th century spiritual master, he exhorts us, prepare your heart for your departure. If you are wise, you will expect it at every hour. Of course, the Holy Fathers did not only teach us to practice the remembrance of death, but they also modeled it for us through their holy lives. Ava Wisa, who was the disciple of Ava Pachomius the Great, he said this about his great master. 
He maintained himself constantly in the fear of God with the remembrance of the eternal torments and pains which have no end, that is, with the remembrance of the unquenchable fire and the undying worm. By this means, Ava Bahomius kept himself from evil and roused to the better. The remembrance of death, therefore, is a necessary spiritual exercise which our Lord himself practiced, something which is found in the pages of the Holy Scriptures and something which is modeled for us in the teachings and the lives of the Holy Fathers. Now, what are the benefits of practicing the remembrance of death? Because hearing this, maybe we think this is a very morbid practice. I don't want to think about my death. Why should I go around depressed, always remembering something so morbid? But there are benefits that this practice helps bestow upon us. There are many, but I'll just consider a few. First, the remembrance of death helps us to fight sin, as mentioned in the passage from Serang. In everything you do, remember the end of your life, and then you will never sin. The Russian saint Ignatius Bryankoninov, he called the remembrance of death a bitter medicine against sin. A person who is mindful of death will continually think, if today or tomorrow is my last day in this world, then what should I do right now? What decision should I make right now? Because maybe in an hour I will no longer be alive. We oftentimes fall into sin in our lives because we've forgotten God and the reality of eternal life that will be preceded by a judgment. And this is a very dangerous way of living because we assume I'm young, I'm healthy, we have medicine, we have hospitals, I'll be okay for another 20 years, so I don't need to think about this. But then when we don't think about this, we become more permissive with our lives. Sin becomes easier. We don't repent as often, and it becomes easy for us to live our lives in a worldly way. But when we practice the remembrance of death, the fear of God grows in our hearts and our minds, and that gives light to our conduct, and it helps us make the right decisions. Secondly, the remembrance of death helps us to develop the right relationship with this world. How often do we live in a manner that prioritizes worldly things over spiritual things? Too often we are so concerned with accumulating wealth and possessions and entertainment or simply enjoying life in this world without any care for eternal life. But when we practice the remembrance of death, it keeps us grounded. It keeps us grounded and reminds us that nothing in this world can give us true satisfaction and true happiness. It reminds us that we are living our lives for a goal, and that goal is the eternal kingdom of heaven. And so then we prioritize the spiritual things over the cares and the pleasures of the world. Thirdly, the remembrance of death helps us to cultivate loving relationships with one another. You know, when we're mindful of death, all of the small insults and the small things that people do to irritate us, to bother us, to make us angry, all of these things that cause division, 
all of them become meaningless. Someone insulted me today, but who cares? Eventually I will die, and if I don't forgive this person, then that sin will be hanging from my soul, and I will not be able to rise to the kingdom of heaven. Someone excluded me, someone gossiped against me, who cares? We will die. And in the end, we are going to be judged for everything we do. So what am I going to do to that person? Am I going to get angry and gossip back? Am I going to hurt them by my words and my actions? Am I going to cut them off? I can do this. But if I do this, what is the result to my soul? The result is that these sins will weigh me down and I won't make it to the eternal kingdom of heaven. But when I remember the day of my death, then it's very easy for me to forgive because I will remember none of this matters. None of this matters. So what? A time is coming when we will all be judged for everything we've done and everything that we have sent. So remembering the words of the Holy Fathers, they teach us, your brother is your life. Your brother is your life. So if someone insults us or treats us badly, our responsibility is to forgive and to love because we don't want this sin hanging on our souls. These are some of the benefits that we gain from remembering death. And it's not meant to be just a sad way of life. It's meant to be joyful. Yes, we remember that we are going to depart from this world. We remember that constantly, yes. But it's joyful because we remember what's coming next. And what's coming next is full of joy and happiness. What's coming next is a life with no sin, a life with no devil, a life with no sadness and no tears and no sickness. This is what's coming. And this is why we should remember our death now so that we might prepare and focus our minds on the eternal kingdom of heaven. May God grant each and every one of us not to be like others tonight who are remembering death in a very strange way and celebrating it and rejoicing in murder and psych psychos and ghosts and all of these things. No, let's not be like them. Let's be sober, let's be vigilant, let's be watchful, and remember that our soul and our eternal life is the most important thing. Nothing else matters. And glory be to God forever. Amen.